0: I'm back in the saddle again Broadcasting live on Better Horses Network Sharon Camarillo's Fun and Fast Times
1: Nobody heard-
0: Join National Hall of Famer and author, Sharon Camarillo, as she inspires, educates, and entertains while exploring the fastest growing equine sport, barrel racing. Get information from top trainers, competitors, and equine educators. Tips on training, competition, hauling, nutrition, and more. And now, live from the beautiful San Joaquin Valley of California, here's your host, Sharon Camarillo. (laughs)
2: Welcome to Better Horses Network, fun and fast times, I'm Sharon Camarillo, and talk about wanting it all. I'm thrilled to have three guests that are absolutely going to fill you with inspiration, education, and leave you with some great tips for success. So after this short break, stay with us, and we're going to be right back with our first guest, world's champion, and undisputed queen of all things related to barrel racing, the famous Martha Josie.
0: You're listening to Sharon Camarillo's Fun and Fast Times on the Better Horses Network. We'll be right back after this. If you're looking for professional, quality, American-made tack, saddles, and equipment, make the Barrel Racing Superstore your first stop. The Superstore carries the complete line of Sharon Camarillo's endorsed equipment, along with selected items from other companies and professional competitors. Don't let the name fool you, the store is not all about barrel racing. Sharon is a horsewoman who believes that top quality equipment, along with the understanding of how to use it, complements the outcome of training and performance. Check out the resources online or call for personal, knowledgeable assistance. Go to BarrelRacingSuperstore.com or call 530 521-4644. Again, BarrelRacingSuperstore.com or 530-521-4644. This is Sharon Camarillo's Fun and Fast Times. And now, back to Sharon.
2: It's an absolute honor to have the undisputable icon of the sport of barrel racing with us today, Martha Josie. Martha, good morning. Where do we find you at today?
3: Hey, Miss Sharon. I am in St. Louis, Missouri at the Purina Seminar.
2: Well, I've and, been there uh, before, and what a great <laughs> opportunity for so many uh, research uh, ideas and feed resources. Uh, you know, being a, um, a trendsetter in your own world, I so admire your quest for information, and your ability to pass that on to your students. And I love one of your icons that you say, when you win, we
3: win. Well, that's certainly been true with you, too. And I've enjoyed so much getting a rodeo with you and go to the finals with you and everything. So you're one classy lady to talk to. You know... Martha, people see
2: us in different settings and, you know, we're always dressed. I admire you, your hats on the back of your head. You've got your beautiful hair, your red lipstick. But, you know, I want to ask you just to share a little bit of uh, young Martha and what inspired you to establish the journey that you're on today to be the Martha we all see in ads and publications.
3: Well, Sharon, my grandmother, I I really didn't know where I got all my motivation and my wanting to market and everything until a little bit later in life because my grandmother was Maddie Casaberry, and before women could even vote, she was very famous because she would follow the boom towns, the oil towns around. She would put in nightclubs, and she would have what they called dime dance girls, she would get, and back then it was, the girl would get a nickel and she would get a nickel. So she learned how to motivate and uh, organize at a really er- early age. And she kind of taught me, I think, th- to how to do that. So I kind of have followed in her footsteps. Of course, I didn't get to, ro- I lost my dad when I was 10. And so he was, the one of the first directors of the Court Horse Association. And I didn't really get to rodeo until I got out of high school. And then of course I got the Great Horse C B Reed. and and I think um that's one reason I've done what I've done because of that horse. He kinda got me started. You know it's amazing Martha reading some of your bio
2: and, and knowing you for so many years It's not always smooth sailing, and people think, um, you know, how successful we are. We and we always see you with your beautiful gold buckles. And but your dad passed away unexpectedly, correct me if I'm wrong, when you were 10 years old, and your mother had the insight to save one of his horses that he'd bred, and that's the famous C.B. Reed. But at that point, he was just a young gilding. How did he influence your life? And how did you ever know that he was going to be the superstar that he was?
3: Oh, you know, he and I kind of just started together. And um, actually, Mother had sold, when my dad died, she sold all of the horses for hardly anything because she just did it from the rent. And one man came and bought a mare, Bay baconary. He went and bred him to Frank's pal, an all thoroughbred horse. And CB Reed was born. And one day, this Mister Reynolds called me and he said, "You're Henry Arthur's daughter. Can you come and ride this horse." And I said, "I don't even ride." <laughs> but I went and rented a five a five dollar horse trailer. So you can tell how good that was. Mama had a Buick that had three hundred thousand miles on it, and I went and picked <laughs> up that horse. And he won very good That's amazing. You know, there's
2: no way to curb um, that inspiration and that personal drive that a person has. And, you know, so many times today and, you know, I knew when I was in college, I, I had, you know, a little car and a trailer, one horse trailer. And I had great friends that had ranches and trailers and rigs. And I always thought, oh, my word. I just wouldn't even know what to do if I had something like that and it's amazing 40 years after the fact we're both still in the industry and some of those people we admired at that point, they got out of the interest interest industry is the word? <laughs> early on. Okay. I, I so admire you.
3: Oh well, I tell you what, I, I admire you too. We, we were talking about you yesterday and and I got to talk to David Nelson, tell him that you said hello, and you know you're, you've always been somebody that RE and I have really looked up to also because you've had clinics, you've had winners out there, and you know that's what it's all about—is what we're still doing. And you and I—we'll never quit, will we? I—I <laughs> I think we came
2: from an environment. During uh, the peak of, you know, my competition and the fact that, you know, there was you as an imp- inspiration and uh, uh, Lynn McKinsey, and Carol Gustry and uh, Connie Combs. And we all got involved in the industry. And I truly blame that on you or thank you for your inspiration because you were writing books, you were doing videos, you were running clinics you had a store, you had saddles, you had bits and tack and you really got your name out there and I don't see that as much in our competitors today, Martha. I mean, I see endorsements, they've got patches on their shirts, but getting out and really get in, getting in the field, I don't see that as common as as our earlier era, back in the
3: day. No, you know, it's always really fun to get to see you at all the Hall of Fame. If you're in the Girl Hall of Fame, you're in all the Hall of Fame in Oklahoma and isn't that great to get to go up there and see that and all You know people. when they call our name
2: and bring us up to that podium uh, I can hardly talk about it without getting a, a little um, uh, weepy because in the fact that we work so hard early on and then just to show up over and over and over again and be consistent in our passion and our personality, and our desire, and our goal setting, but then to be at the podium to be able to talk about our history and inspire the girls that are going to follow us is is an amazing opportunity. Yes.
3: Yeah. You know, I know um, one of the students, um, oh, Amberly em, uh, Snyder, is that right? Am I saying it right? Uh, Amberly, Amberly, uh, yes, the miracle barrel racer who was, you
2: know, at a at a yeah. young age was uh, uh, crippled from the waist down.
3: Well, you know, I I can really vouch for her because I've been kind of in that situation before. I ended up in 1968 had a really really bad fall. That was the first year that I joined the pro. And probably could have won the world that year. I had the great horse, C.B. Reed, and that was his first year out on the pros. And um, I had a really bad accident. And then, you know, Sharon, I just had my late back in June of this year. I was teaching a class, and a little girl's horse got away from her. And she hit me from behind, broke my pelvis in five places in my right elbow. But, you know, I'm kind of like you. I'm a, what's the, (laughs) the son Winners are never quitters, and quitters are never winners.
2: <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> you can't keep a good cowgirl down. And, and I read that your doctors in one of your early accidents said that you would probably never walk again, let alone ride again. Or maybe that should be the other way around. But I know <laughs> yeah. in your mind you said it will happen, and you made it happen.
3: Yes. I, and, you know, that's what us good good cowgirls are I think a lot of motivation and <laughs> we don't never sit around with people that are negative. We're always positive and and I know I know your brain, you are always thinking, What can I do next
2: <laughs> no downtime for me, just I'm always stirring the pot. But you're an inspiration, Martha. Um you know, what are some of the things that, that you do? Because you brought out a really good point. It's so easy in today's world to think the negative and to say the word C-A-N-T can't or W-O-N-T won't. And those words are not even, even in our vocabulary. I loved what you said about surrounding yourself with positive people. So how can we create that thought process in our students and the girls and, and people that we mentor?
3: Well, one thing, we have to learn to be our best cheerleaders, because sometimes there's not those Dallas cheerleaders out there to to, to plug us down, and, and sometimes we have to be our best, and then it feeds into other people, I think, because, you know, um, any day that you get up, I think the best thing in the world is to see that smile on your mirror or your first thing that you wake up, and... And just think how fortunate we are to get to ride horses. Oh, you know, this is the greatest thing in the world is getting to, And I love that saying, the outside of a horse is so good for the inside of a person. And I think that anybody that has any kind of depression or anything, get out and ride those horses.
2: You, that's easy for us to say. And you know, you, you walk down that shed row, and those nice horses that we've had the honor of having, you know, nicker at you, and they've got that big eye, and they're looking forward to uh, having you open that stall or call them in from the pasture, and they drop your, their heads into the halters. You know, that's a memory that lasts a lifetime, don't you think? Can you just look back at Sunny Bit of Both and, and C.B. Reed and just remember how much they adored you?
3: Oh. Definitely, there's certain we have a bond with those horses, don't we, Sharon? Yeah. Well, Um, we never know either when those horses
2: come into our lives because we can pick the best confirmation. We and you know me, I'm going to pick a big mane and tail and a nice foretop and a big old brown eye. But you know, we can pick the best papers. You know, make sure we do good training. But we never really know until we get them to that point that we can take them out, run them against a stopwatch. And, you know, there's a lot of horses that we can make 1D horses out of. But there's very few horses that that you can't keep from winning. Those horses that no matter what you do, they're always three, four tenths faster than the pack. Those are rare and hard to find.
3: You bet. The ones that will run indoors, outdoors, big pins, little pins. Now a lot of them are saying, I'm going to buy a horse to run the little pens or the big pens. You know, you and I have both had the horses that were on any kind of ground, indoors, outdoors, and, you know, wherever you put them. And that's, the, that's that heart of a horse. And, they're, you know, it's kind of like cowgirls. There's not a whole bunch of those that are really, really cowgirls. And that's one reason I have always respected you so much. Well, Martha, uh, what
2: can I say? You asked me one time uh, what I still had on my bucket list. So I'm going to throw that question back to you. And, you know, when we look at what you're doing, you're a co-founder of the amazing, uh, you know, Josie training facility. You've done that since 1967. Over 80,000 students have been inspired and gone through your program You've got your Josie Saddles, the Josie Bits, the Josie Retail Store, the Josie Junior Barrel Race, the Josie Reunion, always stirring the pot. And now, over and above being author and um, managing that Western store, buying for the Western store, you and RE, your husband of almost 50 years, next year, 50 years, I'm going to be the first to say congratulations,
3: you're going to do a junior champion, a a calf roping champion. Ship. Yes, we are. Um, you know, Josie and I, this is 50 years of having schools and clinics, and he's never had a world champion junior roping, and so I talked him into it. And he said, all y'all have to have is three barrels. And I <laughs> said, yeah, and good ground. He said, do you know what it takes to put on a roping? You've got to have all these calves, and you've got to have all this help. So anyway, I've got him talked into it. It's the last weekend of October, the 28th, 29th, and 30th, and it's 19 and under. And we've got a 10 and under breakaway, and I can't wait to see that. Well, Ari
2: inspires equally the students that you guys have had come through the program. He's, you know, I've never, I can't even imagine Ari Josie who, by the way, is three times AQHA World's Champion is in his own right. He's promoted barrel racing and horsemanship and positive attitude. He's always got a good word to say. He remembers your name. Uh, always talks whether you're young or old. He's always got time for for friends and clients and students. And you know that's the the Josie legacy. You
3: bet. And we've got um, time Lisa Mitchell with us this weekend. And when I told them I was going to talk to you today, they said, oh, be sure and tell Sharon hello for us because you are their one of their <laughs> very favorite people. They love their Miss Sharon. Well, it's
2: always an honor to see all of you guys during the Denver market in January. And then you and I can get a chance to put our red lipstick on and sneak off and do a little shopping now and then. That's always fun.
3: Oh yes, <laughs> nobody <laughs> loves to shop anymore than you and I. And I tell you what, if we ever get a chance, we got to just spend more time together.
2: Martha, you know, there's a sign in the Calgary Hall of Fame, and thank you for that because I'm trying to talk you and Ari to get away with me on a cruise one of these days. You know, that's my, my, my hideaway. But at the Calgary Hall of Fame, it says, I have a lot of interest. Therefore, I need a lot of clothes. And I never see you in the same outfit twice. <laughs> you might, me and you, we love our clothes, don't we? <laughs> Martha, you just came out with an exceptional new book. And my first impression when I picked that book up and thumbed through it was, my word, here's over 50 years of inspiration uh, trial and error, successes, tips for success, uh, exercises, how to find a horse, uh, how to select the bit. And you know, putting that together, it really reminds me of the story that I did read about your grandmother, Maddie Castleberry. I mean, she set a trend in the in the twentieth century for women's rights and women that wanted their own business and you've truly recorded that and you've followed in her footsteps and the pictures that i see with her pin curls and her red lipstick and always decked out to the tee the only difference is she was queen of the honky-tonks you're queen of the arena but tell us just a little bit about that new book
3: it's run to win with me and i did i tried to put everything in it because you and i both know that there's the best thing that you can have is the experience of being there how you got started and and you know and like you said the trials and errors and nothing is better than experience so I think you and I both have been on that road before we've been there and we've done that and so I tried to put everything in my book kind of like you did in your great book and you know there's so many people that don't know how to feed a horse. They don't know how to haul a horse. In fact, how important is hauling? Oh, my gracious.
2: Well, our next guest is Mr. Dale Stege with MVP. So we're going to go into feeding and challenges that horses uh, experience when they're not nutritionally sound. So thank you for leading in, us into that also.
3: Oh, and... It- I MVP, they've got some very great products that exceed six way. Oh my gosh. You know, we have used it for several years now. Really, really believe Martha, it. Martha, I'm going to throw
2: this question back at you. You asked me earlier what was on my bucket list. So, what's on Miss Mar- Martha Josie's bucket list for the future?
3: You know, I think one of the funniest things would be for us to go on that cruise. <laughs> <laughs> I'm that writing that, that down. down. I'm going to
2: hold you to it. So, okay, Martha. I think we can do that. How can we get in touch with you for more information on the Joy Josie Ranch and the resources that you offer to so many of us? How's
3: the best contact? What's the best contact? My Facebook is Martha Josie Josie Ranch, and my website is Barrelracers dot com. That's and easy to remember. To, I, I have yeah. to say goodbye.
2: But before I do that, I just want to one more time commend you and compliment you on your National Barrel Horse Association world title, on your National Finals Rodeo world title, on your Women's Professional Rodeo Association world title, on the gold medal at the, at the Calgary Olympics, uh, induction into both the Texas Cowboy Hall of Fame with you and RE as a couple and the Cowgirl Hall of Fame. And and I, those are the ones that I know. And I know you've got other accolades and uh, things that are hanging in your trophy room. And I love the fact that the floor in your trophy room are from boards from one of the dance halls of your grandmother.
3: It sure is. You know, that trophy room really means a lot. And I want you to come down and see me and... <laughs> We'll have a lot of fun in that trophy room. And, hey, congratulations on your radio show because – and be sure and tell Ernie Rodina that we said hello. Oh, Ernie, Better Horses
2: Radio on Better Horses Network. Martha, you're the consummate salesperson. You are a legitimate heir of a fantastic grandmother – And you are an inspiration to barrel racers all over the world. My love to Ari, and thank you for taking your time from Purina to be with us today. Okay, Sharon. Bye-bye. Such a huge thank you to Martha Josie for taking her time from her busy schedule in St. Louis. After this break, stay with us. We'll be right back with Dale Stege and resources presented by MVP.
0: You're listening to Sharon Camarillo's fun and fast times on the Better Horses Network. We'll be right back after this. MedVet pharmaceutical products are recognized in the industry as the trusted brand. Product ingredient formulas are pharmaceutical grade and certified for potency and purity through the National Animal Supplement Council for high performance. MVP's Exceed Six Way is clinically proven and comes highly recommended by veterinarians and leading professionals, including Sharon Camarillo. Exceed 6-Way provides the highest level of support for joints, gastric function, muscles, hooves, hair coat, and digestion. You will feel and experience the difference when using Exceed 6-Way, 60-day guaranteed results, or 100% money back. Call United Vet Equine at 800-328-6652 and mention the Sharon Camarillo podcast to receive $100 off a two-month supply of Exceed Six-Way. Retails at $182.50. This is Sharon Camarillo's Fun and Fast Times. And now, back to Sharon.
2: In a world where success is measured in thousands of seconds, Having horses sound in their top physical condition with an efficient feed program makes a difference in winning and losing. It's such an honor to be able to welcome a gentleman that I've gotten to know and so respect his educational background and his focus on quality products brought to us at a value. I want to introduce Mr. Dale Stiggy with MVP. Good morning, Dale. Thank you for taking the time to be with us on Fun and Fast Times.
1: Thank you, Sharon.
2: Can you tell us just something about yourself, your background, and the MVP program?
1: Uh, Sharon, yeah, the background. Uh, we've, we've been in the uh, pharmaceutical and so-called nutraceutical business for many years. And um, I had started a career with uh, Beringer Ingelheim uh, years ago. And uh, the last uh, thirty plus years, we've um, helped develop uh, Medvet Pharmaceuticals and uh, market that through uh, United Vet Equine and other distributors uh, nationwide. So it's it's kind of been a long standing uh, involvement in the pharmaceutical industry.
2: And it's a family affair because you work with your da- daughter Heather.
1: Uh, yes, she. Uh, uh, our headquarters are in Eden Prairie, Minnesota, uh, Minneapolis uh, suburb, and uh, we work with uh, biologicals, the uh, vaccines, and uh, most of the other pharmaceutical products. But our our main focus and thrust is is uh, Medvet Pharmaceuticals, and there's we have roughly sixty to seventy. Uh, products in, in that marketplace, and uh, we're part of the uh, National Animal Supplement Council, uh, which was established uh, approximately 14 years ago, um, which is uh, a regulatory um, group and organization and which is uh, helps assure uh, our users that um, they've got products in their hands and and use that are verified for purity and potency and so forth, which we believe is is very important uh, in our industry today. If you're going to have products that have efficacy or effectiveness, uh, then we need to do our job on the front end and make sure that we've got pure ingredients with uh, potency and purity and so forth to perform because these Horses don't utilize all of these active ingredients, so it's it's very important that for purity and and then having high enough levels to do what they can do. And of course, uh, most of these ingredients are are fairly focused when it comes to joint support: hyaluronic acid, uh, glucosamine, chondroitin sulfate, MSM. Our so-called kind of powerhouse ingredients uh, really need to be at at high levels in, in PEER as well so uh, well my we mission
2: do- statement at the Sharon Camarillo program is always been to promote the whole horse philosophy which in a nutshell is training conditioning and most important nutritioning recently you did a 120 day clinical trial with one of the products and it's actually the product that brought me into the MVP program Exceed six-way. What were your findings? Uh,
1: We did that, Sharon, um, uh, for several reasons. Um, We've had this product in the marketplace uh, just a little over, we're going on five years, and uh, there's a fair amount of controversy on oral uh, supplementation of so-called nutraceutical products. Uh, which the term nutraceutical is used a little bit loosely, but in a sense what it means, they're active ingredients that are non-drug entities that uh, oftentimes provide a therapeutic type response, and these products are are not sold as therapeutic products, and yet they provide oftentimes positive responses. So, Uh, This trial was done, um, I believe, on 10 horses of various disciplines from uh, barrel horses to race horses, cutting horses, uh, some hunter jumpers, and so forth. And it was a 120-day trial, and uh, these horses were all uh, radiographed uh, at the beginning of, of this trial, selected for the trial because of joint issues, uh typically osteotype arthritis, uh, for the most part. And then they were evaluated every thirty days and radiographed and uh they were scored with a um what the AAP or the American Association of Equine Practitioners use for lameness scoring. And um uh, the bottom line to the trial at the end of um, 120 days, uh, there was a strong 80% response of, of moving those scores from as high as 4 down to 0 or 1 on, I believe, 80% of the horses. So it, it gave us a, a real good indicator of uh, really just supporting Um, you know, what we've realized in the field that the product will do, um, particularly on uh, joint issues or concerns. This product is is not a treatment, wasn't designed for that, but um, there is indication uh, on some of the results that that maybe some of the cartilage uh, does help repair itself and so forth with real high levels of Glucosamine and hyaluronic acid and so forth, but um, it's it's used primarily as a support uh, type product, uh, not a treatment. But can you say can, it's a
2: little bit of a prophylactic in helping sustaining these horses' soundness? And and I yeah. was absolutely blown away in one of your statistics that our our osteoarthritis accounts for nearly seventy percent of the la- lameness issues that we experience.
1: Yeah, it's it's quite commonplace and uh you know the the typical therapeutic type um approach, which is certainly valid in and used often, is, you know, to inject hox with hyaluronic acid and uh you know, there's uh F D A clearance on on the, that kind of a claim. Um, <clears throat> but the bottom line to it, uh, really, I think what this told us was that, um, we can, we can have some good sound positive, uh, support for these joints is, is more of a, what you might categorize in as a nutritional support. So that was the purpose of the trial and it just kind of Revalidated uh, what we had kind of already learned uh, through its use and for the previous two and a half years that the product had been in the marketplace. Good you know, it's a
2: part of my focus, Dale, to join with you to educate our consumers. I mean, any one of our equine magazines we pick up, it's page after page after page <laughs> of options for uh, different supplements that we need or they make us feel like if we're not feeding our horses, we're not giving them that winning edge. And if you really fed all the things that they're telling us we should, my word, our feed bill would go through the roof. We couldn't afford to even enter a a barrel race. Would you define the additional five ways when we call this uh, the exceed six-way uh, not only is it the joint support, but it also works on muscles, the coat condition, and uh, mineral supplements. And it's it's kind of a one stop supplement, am I right?
1: Well, it it is, Sharon. I guess that was the purpose of of uh, having developed the product because um, you know there's many issues. There's Ulcer issues, there's joint issues, probably are the two biggest areas of concern. There's uh, muscle issues, uh, tying up. Uh, people like to have a good hair coat on a horse. Uh, everybody wants their horse to shine and, and look good. And, of course, there's digestion issues and so forth. So, And, the, and there's hoof challenges with cracked hooves and that type of thing. Uh, that isn't quite as challenging because biotin is a pretty good support fix uh for that, but um, maybe just to back up quickly on this joint thing which is is a huge challenge uh texas a and m had also done a study uh maybe close to three years ago now, and um, that could be resourced online uh if they look if uh Individuals might want to look that up, but um, they did a study on strictly high levels of uh, glucosamine and on younger horses that were in intensive training, and they were from, I think, two to four years of age. They actually, in this study, had injected the hocks, uh, the joints, um, with a coliform type bacteria that caused irritation and inflammation and they fed these horses uh, if you figured it out on the milligrams and grams it was 13,000 I think 600 milligrams per day that these horses got of strictly only glucosamine and they actually demonstrated that they could reverse some of the progression of the uh, osteoarthritis uh, from what they had actually created. Very interesting study, but that was done at uh, Texas A&M. So it it really kind of reinforced our theory that we need very high levels of these ingredients to get a response that we would like to see. And in the case of Exceed, uh we use twelve thousand milligrams of glucosamine. Most and many products out there uh, might be in that five thousand milligrams per day or maybe seventy five hundred. It's very difficult and challenging for consumers to look at these products and say, "Hey, look, it's got glucosamine in it." but then the next question is that's kind of an unknown is what level might it take to get a response you might like to see. So, you know, we're quite confident that it takes at least 7,500 and probably 10,000 to get a decent response. And, um, you know, we used 12. This study at A&M, they used 13,000. So it just reinforces that, We need to have pure ingredients, and they need to be typically at high levels to get somewhere close to what we would like to see as a positive response.
2: Dale, also, you know, we're familiar with the glucosamine, and as you say, when we read the ingredient list, those of us who do read that, and we notice that there's glucosamine, we think we're doing the best for our horse. But as I understand and and verify or uh, educate me, That the, clumo- the glucosamine has to work in uh, conjunction with MSM, the chondroitins, and the hyaluronic acid that also needs to be in balance in that
1: concentrate. Uh, it's, it's part of it, and uh, you know, there's the challenge always is is to uh, look at research, and you know, is it valid or is it put out by a you know a company for their own so-called uh, purportive benefit or whatever. But uh, there is some science out there that shows that glucosamine, chondroitin kind of work in concert. Um, but, the, but the big kingpin in that is the glucosamine more so than chondroitin. Uh, it's a smaller molecule. It absorbs better, and it's less costly. So that's why you don't see high levels of chondroitin in a lot of formulas but to back up just quickly and I think this is important for listeners most all of these ingredients come into the US uh, from overseas so when they're imported by a manufacturer um, a manufacturer buys them through importers and you get um, an assay on the material which basically tells you the purity. So if it's represented as 90% pure and we do an independent assay on it, if you're part of the National Animal Supplement Council, you either do the assay or you buy it from an improved certified importer. But if, if the purity is only 60% and it's represented as 90 and the product is blended, manufactured, mixed, you're 30% off on your potency. And that therein really lies the biggest challenge for a consumer. So the best, probably, uh, advice that I could share is whether it's our product or someone else's product or platinum or some of the major players, by-product from companies that are part of the NASC, National Animal Supplement Council. And if a consumer does that, at least they're going to be very assured that they're buying a product that has been double-checked for its purity, its potency. And at least if it says there's 5,000 milligrams in a serving, it's certainly going to be within 5% of that level. It's very key. So a lot of these products that come into the marketplace, uh, they're not regulated. They may be in good faith uh, by these ingredients and don't spend the money and the cost to re-assay and verify the purity potency. Um, You know, do you get a response? You may not, but if it happens that one doesn't and the level isn't high enough and the purity isn't there um, more than likely they won't see a response so that is really really key and, and again points out how important it is to to have products that, that have the quality out there Cause
2: Dale, again, we're going to take a short break but before we go Will you give us uh, the um, information on the ambassador program that you've established to allow our listeners and our horsemen to try the NVP products, um, Exceed being one of them, at basically uh, you know a money back guarantee if they don't see a difference after three months? It, num- number one, it's a great resource and opportunity and a terrific value.
1: Do uh, you want me to do that now?
2: Yes, please, okay. if you would.
1: Certainly. The ambassador program <clears throat> excuse me, is very um, simple, and if um, they were to call our company United Vet Equine or Google MVP or either company, but call in and mention that uh, they had talked to you, Sharon. Um, <clears throat> they offer, for an example, on Exceed, if If they buy a two-month supply, they would initially, on the first order, get a month's supply at no charge. And um, they actually have a 60-day money-back guarantee. So if one is not satisfied with the results or what you see, after 60 days, uh, they would fully refund your money or your cost. So there's really no risk. And that kind of shares, I guess, with uh, potential users the confidence that we have in in the product. It's a good program.
2: I am honored to be a part of the ambassador program. And as you know, I talk to the resources, uh, about the resources at my clinics. But I'm going to take a break real quick so we can honor some of our sponsors, including MVP. But before I go, I want to tell our listeners, if you have had challenges in some of your performance horses, and what we're talking about is maximizing our performance, if you've seen your horses where they're refusing to go forward or you're you're establishing some gait issues, your horses are biting or flagging their tail, stay with us because Dale has a miracle to be able to help you correct some of these challenging issues. We'll be right back on Fun and Fast Times. I'm Sharon Camarillo.
0: You're listening to Sharon Camarillo's Fun and Fast Times on the Better Horses Network. We'll be right back after this. MedVet Pharmaceutical Products are recognized in the industry as the trusted brand. Product ingredient formulas are pharmaceutical grade and certified for potency and purity through the National Animal Supplement Council for High Performance. MVP's GastroPlex provides over 15,000 milligrams of high-level active ingredients, recognized to support the integrity of soft tissue stomach lining against the abrasiveness of gastric acid. GastroPlex carries a 60-day satisfaction guarantee or 100% money back and is highly recommended by veterinarians and leading professionals, including Sharon Camarillo. Call United Vet Equine at 800-328-6652 and mention the Sharon Camarillo podcast to receive $50 off a two-month supply of GastroPlex. Retails at $108.75. This is Sharon Camarillo's Fun and Fast Times. And now, back to Sharon.
2: Welcome back to Fun and Fast Times. I'm Sharon Camarillo. And with me is Dale Stege from MVP. We've been talking about the resources of the equine supplement Exceed Six-Way, which is my first introduction into the uh, world of MVP. I've been thoroughly happy. Dale brought out the resources of the ambassador program, so you can try it absolutely at, at uh, with a guarantee in the product. But what I want to bring out is uh, just a huge issue, not only in education at clinics, but uh, challenges. I mean, I don't think any of you have watched a barrel race or even a professional rodeo that you haven't identified challenges with horses wanting to come into the arena. And whether it be that they're bleeding or they're sore uh, in the hawks, etc., you know, a horse is fearful to run down that alleyway and try to perform to the level that his riders are asking him. And it's amazing that about 80% of our performance horses uh, are running with gastric ulcers. It plays a, a huge problem in their performance and certainly set some uh, challenging performance issues. Dale, will you shed some light on the challenges that we're having with the gastric ulcer?
1: Uh, certainly Sharon. Um, this this is um this is without a question as you've just shared with the listeners, the the magnitude of uh problems and challenges out there with what ends up oftentimes being uh gastric ulcers or, or hang gut ulcers. Um it's it's is no question one of the biggest challenges that that riders have, and then, of course, you know what do you do about it? so the first order of business, I think that that's um, is important is to somehow empower your working knowledge of just the mechanics of uh, how the horse is designed uh, to eat primarily. Um, I, I believe just from experience and working with practitioners and uh, hundreds of, of customers, is that we probably uh, are very responsible for, for helping create these ulcers in a horse. So we it's important that we just take a look at and try to really ha- and gain a good understanding of how the horse is designed and they were designed and are designed to be what we call trickle feeders uh, and basically to eat roughage. So we say to ourselves, well, oh, or or the vet scopes a horse, and uh, boom, <clears throat> he shares with you that you've got uh, stomach ulcers. So when they talk about gastric ulcers, that means the stomach. The stomach is where all of this acid is produced. And what's important to know to start with is that the stomach is very small, not much bigger than the size of a football, and it will produce somewhere between at least nine up to oftentimes 15 gallons of gastric juice in a 24-hour period. And the purpose of that gastric uh, juice is to uh, break down uh, some of the material that's in the stomach because it, it's only in there for a short period of time. But that's a lot of acid in a 24-hour period to flow through the the stomach. A horse that's out on grass eating 24-7, or they'll probably eat at least or nibble 18 or 20 hours of that time period, uh, they constantly, from chewing and eating grass, are going to secrete saliva. So uh, one of the big things to remember, if there's anything that we talk about here today, that the probably the most natural, uh, best, strongest defense that one has against ulcers is nature's saliva, because that is what constantly will buffer to some extent the uh, gastric juice that the horse is going to produce whether the stomach is empty or full. So that's the first thing to know about ulcers uh, in our opinion.
2: Dale let me just interrupt quickly just as uh, you know a hands-on Um, reference. I mean, I have certainly modified my feed program for the years that I was on the road. I would feed twice a day. Always felt like my horse needed enough roughage that he would finish it in an hour, hour and a half. Often, if he was a little nervous, I'd feed him three times a day, sometimes four. It's difficult to keep a horse 24-7 on feed, but it is possible. And I absolutely have changed my philosophy and i influence not only my students but my peers to figure out a way when their horses are in the trailer put a sack of grass hay or alfalfa orchard mix when they're in the stall make sure they've got hay roughage in front of them all the time
1: yeah it's 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 really imperative sure uh the the more often you since they're a trickle feeder that tells us you know from the get go that and of course their stomach is so small that they can only they really can only take in it at max at one time up to four pounds of, of whether it's hay or grain. So hay 24-7 would be the first cardinal rule in an effort. If, if they're not uh, accessed to grass or out on grass, a hay bag or hay 24-7 would be the first cardinal rule in trying to minimize ulcers and then the second cardinal rule would be to minimize the amount of grain that you would feed a horse because grain that's is loaded That's
2: so key because we buy any sack of feed and it tells us 12 13 pounds of of mm-hmm. uh of feed and that's that's huge.
1: Yeah. It's it's and starch is um converts to sugar and it produces a lot of well, to what they call volatile fatty acids, and um, uh, typically those will, when we talk about hindgut ulcers rather than stomach ulcers, grain is probably the biggest uh, culprit. Too much grain. So um, the, those are two of the things, Sharon, and just like you said, obviously we aren't or, or your our listeners aren't in a position to feed their horses four times a day. If you could, that would be ideal, but it's not ideal. So you grain them probably, typically, two times a day, and hopefully you, you feed them hay two times a day, but if you're only going to feed them two times a day and don't have a hay bag or something, you just have to make sure they've got access to enough hay or grassy hay to where they can nibble or eat all day long at will. So sometimes... When,
2: when you're talking ahead. about Graindale, one year I took my favorite horse to the National Finals Rodeo 7. I think a lot of people are familiar with him. He was an exceptional athlete. He did not get in 55 rodeos, on the road for a year, culminating in a trip to the National Finals Rodeo, one cup of grain. I kept him full on hay. It kept him calm. I pulled the hay away maybe an hour, hour and a half before uh, a run or a performance, Mm -hmm. but no grain. So Mm -hmm. if we can get our hands on something that we can really carry to the barn with us, explain to me, would I be incorrect in saying that a pound to two pounds of grain influenced or increased with some higher fat supplement like a rice bran, would be a better alternative than feeding all of that high sugar, high starch, high energy to our horses.
1: Absolutely. It, it would be. Um, I, I think, or we think oftentimes what happens is uh, oftentimes one is uh, led to believe that in order to have, you know, the energy and so forth, and it isn't that it's not true, uh, certainly energy comes from, starches or carbohydrates, but it can come from fats, too. So um, having like uh, rice bran, which is very high in fat, uh, very low in sugar, hardly any. Uh, Beet pulp, as an example, uh, another good source. There's one key thing, Sharon, you mentioned where you had just fed hay. When we feed things that have a lot of fiber, like say, for an example, beet pulp or hay, uh, those, the fibers and the roughages help stimulate the fermentation, the hindgut, good bacteria activity. And they, if they flourish and we don't get an acidosis back there, the more numbers of those that build, uh, they produce a lot of B vitamins, as an example, thiamine. And that in itself even helps keep a horse a little bit more calm, more level. So there's some kind of hidden hidden benefits there when we think about hay or fiber or roughage uh, that happens. And the, the hindgut ulcer scenario is a very complex, uh, challenging scenario that's, a lot of times goes undiagnosed because we can't scope that like we can the stomach. So we have a product called GastroPlex as an example. Uh, There's no drug in GastroPlex at all, but it's loaded with yeast culture and probiotics and prebiotics and several herbs and so forth, slippery elm, aloe vera, licorice, gelatin, that kind of thing, all that kind of helps support the integrity of that 80 to 90 feet of uh, colon and get back in the hindgut. And many times where a horse scopes clean in the stomach for ulcers and they still exhibit the uh, poor demeanor, the crankiness. Uh, that kind of thing that are common symptoms: poor appetite, dull hair coat, of resistance
2: in going into an arena, which is what yeah. so stands out in barrel racing.
1: And they'll respond to gastroplex, so that it tells us that something maybe in that hind gut is wayward, uh, or they wouldn't respond and pick up weight, level out, and. And get a proper demeanor and that type of thing. So that's kind of exciting when uh, that happens, which it does very frequently. And we're not using any type of pharmaceutical or drug. So what
2: I what I love, Dale, is you called Gastroplex, especially the paste, an indicator. And, you know, I've used it over and over again at clinics, at competitions. When I've seen horses that have had gait problems, instead of tricking them, beating them, backing them into the arena, I usually suggest that a rider get a tube of gastroplex or two or three. And there's a couple of ways you can give it. If you're hauling out from the house for a jackpot, give it to the horse just before you load him up because they're starting to produce Uh, adrenaline and uh, gastric juices Mm. with the nervousness of just getting in the trailer. They know the next step. And then once you unload them, you give them half the tube at the house when you load them. When you unload them and you're tacking them up, give them the second half. Mm -hmm. The other way to do it, if you're stalled at a facility, then maybe two hours, hour and a half to, to two and a half hours before your competition Try a tube, a gastroplex. If you see a significant difference after the first or second use, that's an indicator that you need to put your horse on on the gastroplex pellets. Am I correct?
1: That you are very correct, and uh, it's important, I think, for the listeners to know too that the the use of uh, it's it's very easy to get confused as a consumer. Um, the only product in our marketplace that has uh, a drug in it, or a treatment, or whatever for ulcers, is the active drug called Omeprazole, Gastroguard, that type of thing. Gastroplex does not have any drug in it. It's strictly a supportive uh, type product, and I refer to it as a very um, mechanical. In a sense, or passive event type product, it's strictly loaded with gelatin and licorice and lactobacillus and prebiotics, probiotics, a different. So term Dale, for if
2: we if we use the gastroplex as an indicator, we see a difference in the horse's attitude and performance. Uh, then we would just put this horse on a regular feed program, including the GastroPlex pellet. Yes. But often, riders want to use both. What's your suggestion, one or the other, both, or, or, or what?
1: I think, uh, Sharon, that's strictly judgment call. Um, I, I think the thing to remember uh, is that when we, when we start the stress process, you know, the load them in the trailer, the hauling them to the show, the new environment, on and on. We get there. We get settled in. Uh, comes time for your run and you start warming them up, you know, uh, whether it's a half hour ahead of time or an hour, maybe sometimes two, depending on on the program. We have to always remember that the stress of this most often, typically, is going to increase the level of acid that these uh, pumps produce in the stomach from this mucosal area. It's part of the process. So even though you would have a horse on the gastroplex pellets and life goes on pretty smooth and normal, and you get to those shows, um, it's not unusual that they could still what I call tip over a little bit. So um, if, if the paste is warranted, you know, the writer, the user is going to know that. So if it's, if it's in order to use it and adds that for $5 or whatever to give that dose of paste, if it was extremely costly, uh, then I would maybe question it. But in most cases, it would be appropriate to use the paste at the show regardless if uh if you're not at the speed limit that makes sense
2: yes absolutely and to save our you know dollars are are tight in today's economy and if we think our horse has a uh an ulcer problem we take him to our vet the treatment of the omeprazole is about seven to nine hundred dollars including the uh the scoping uh but you had told me, which I thought this was fascinating, is even though we treat our horses with a and and it coats that soft tissue, um, it's not a cure all. And when we quit using the metaprazol, the ulcers are come back. Uh,
1: oftentimes they can. I think probably the the first order of business would always be to follow your uh, practitioners. Uh, dialogue and, and sequence of how we would want you to treat, what the omeprazole will do uh, essentially is stop those uh, pro, stop those pumps in that glandular part of the stomach to produce the acid. So uh, typically, in most cases, if, if it's a severe enough case of ulcers, uh, probably the practitioner is going to say, you know, we better treat him for at least Twenty-eight to thirty days, and hopefully, if it, if we're doing it right and and we're diligent, um, we've stopped the acid long enough for the soft tissue to actually heal itself. That's what the ameprazole does is it stops the production of the acid. So, if we do it right, do it long enough, the the downside there if if we don't get the ulcers treated, um, when we quit the omeprazole, um, we can oftentimes get a acid rebound, and we might put ourselves back where they produce more acid for a short period of time because we've shut the system down for so long from producing the acid. Um, there again... Uh, Uh, Louisiana University has done quite a bit of work on ulcers, and I think they've got some study and so forth that they had done too on identifying and recognizing acid rebound, but it's an important thing to remember and consider. That's why they typically like to uh, see a client uh, kind of wean the horse off of the omeprazole slowly to where we don't get quite such a bump of acid rebound. Um, But back to the gastroplex paste, there is no omeprazole in there. That product is strictly a mechanical coating process, so to speak, with the gelatin, licorice, all that, that just gives that soft tissue uh, greater support to withstand the abrasiveness of the acid, because the acid is going to be there and whether we have an empty stomach or a full stomach, it's going to be there. It's just at higher levels when we have higher levels of stress.
2: So, Dale, when we treat a horse, and in a severe case with the omeprazole, at the same time, can we keep them on the gastroplex pellets so when we uh, take them off the
1: omeprazole,
2: they've already got some support structure built up in their system? Mm
1: -hmm. Absolutely. And the other thing, too, you know, most all the work, to my knowledge, uh, that Marielle, is, Marielle has the uh, patent in the drug omeprazole um, is done mostly on stomach ulcers, because the omeprazole is, you know, very effective there, used right long enough, used properly. Uh, maybe a little more challenging when you get to the hindgut issues. Um, but Good product if used properly. Just that if if there's enough working knowledge to understand the mechanics of what happens there with ulcers, I think that our listeners can uh, make a lot of headway just by when when it comes to hind gut ulcers, it's almost totally a nutritional uh, event in. Too much carbohydrate, not enough roughage, and that type of thing. We get an acidosis, and uh, good bacteria don't flourish anymore. So that's why the probiotic... There's confusion, too, Sharon, on prebiotics. And probiotics, The most people have heard the term probiotics for several years. Now we've got prebiotics, and it's really nothing more than... Uh, maybe the best way to describe it would be some complex sugars that kind of help feed good bacteria, leverage up those numbers a little bit more. Um, They're kind of scavengers to maybe uh, hopefully rid the colon of some of the potential pathogens, but uh, important that that they use a product that's got pre- and probiotics. Dale,
2: I love the fact that you're not pushing GastroPlex or Exceed Six Way or the Omeprazole. What you're doing is you're pushing education and awareness. And so many times, you know, we're just um, ignorant to uh, those resources. I mean, I've been in this business for many, many years. And there was a huge part of the first part of my Uh, professional competition that I never knew about this. And it's just now in my quest for wisdom that I just continue to surround myself with people like yourself. And, uh, you know, I'm like a born-again Christian because now (laughs) 24-7 on hay, increase the fat, lower the carbohydrates, reduce the amount of grain, and Mm -hmm. and then understand and consider the resources. Would you tell us, uh, again, the Ambassador Program – it also covers the gastroplex, both, both paste and pellets. So our, our listeners can have uh, the resource to try the product, again, with a money-back guarantee.
1: Sure. Um, all they have to do, Sharon, is they can Google um, United Vet Equine probably is the simplest and pick up the 800 number. United Vet Equine, MedVet Pharmaceuticals are sister companies. So these programs are offered through MVP via United Vet Equine. And um, they just, all they have to do is call in, uh, mention your name, and uh, if they're a first time user, if they wanna try the GastroPlex, they order a two month supply. I think it's roughly a dollar and 70 cents a day or whatever to feed the product, which is very, quite reasonable. And they get a month's supply at no charge, so you've got a 90-day supply. And again, it's a 60-day guarantee if you don't see a difference or feel a difference uh, in your horse. They will absolutely refund your uh, cost of the product. So um, it's it's a pretty simple, easy, straightforward program.
2: Dale, I really appreciate you taking your time out of your busy day, your research, and and uh, your promotion of a great product. And there's lots of names that we can drop that can't be wrong. In fact, Martha Josie gave you uh, a great endorsement in our uh, interview just before we brought you on air. And Stevie Hillman, I was so proud of her. She's an MVP uh, in Dorsey, and she just won the, the rodeo at Pendleton. I mean, what? that's such an accolade. Mention a few of your professional riders that are in the ambassador program.
1: Um, oh, like, um, well, Stevie, um, Ashley Schaefer. Uh, a lot of listeners I'm probably are familiar with her. She's in the ERA program. Uh, Cassidy Dennison, uh, Kelly Chamberlain. Uh, But people like Dina Kirkpatrick, uh, Martha Josie, yourself, uh, Kelly Kamensky, Sharon Hall, Pete Owen, there's there's numerous uh, people that, uh, you know, use those products, and uh, they're very professional, knowledgeable people. And those are the kind we like to work with because it really doesn't matter We do our very best to do our research, come with real strong, valid products, but they have to perform. And if they don't, uh, listeners, users, we really will only try them once, and uh, that's probably it. Well, I appreciate
2: you. It's a great value. It's a great product. The best on the market. Thank you for being with us. Uh, If anyone has questions, you can always contact MVP. And if you'll stay with us, we have a surprise guest, Ivy Conrado, 21 years old, on her way to her first national finals rodeo. She's going to give us a little insight in what's going through her mind. Stay with us. I'm Sharon Camarillo on Fun and Fast Times, Better Horses Network.
0: You're listening to Sharon Camarillo's Fun and Fast Times on the Better Horses Network. We'll be right back after this. If you're looking for professional, quality, American-made tack, saddles, and equipment, make the Barrel Racing Superstore your first stop. The Superstore carries the complete line of Sharon Camarillo's endorsed equipment, along with selected items from other companies and professional competitors. Don't let the name fool you, the store is not all about barrel racing. Sharon is a horsewoman who believes that top-quality equipment, along with the understanding of how to use it, complements the outcome of training and performance. Check out the resources online or call for personal, knowledgeable assistance. Go to BarrelRacingSuperstore.com or call 530 521-4644 Five two one four six four four. Again, BarrelRacingSuperstore.com dot com or five three zero five two one four six four four. This is Sharon Camarillo's Fun and Fast Times, and now back to Sharon.
2: What an honor to. Introduce and welcome our next guest. This is a 21 year old brilliant young horsewoman, currently ranked fourth in the national standings and absolutely on her way to her first national finals rodeo. Uh, Ivy, thank you for taking time out of your travel schedule. Welcome to Fun and Fast Times. <laughs> Thanks for having me. You know, I have we have some mutual friends, and so I I sent out a, a little yeah. text, and uh, I said, uh, anything new in Ivy's life? You know, I wanted to wanted to make sure I covered a few things. You yeah. have never been to the national finals rodeo, even as a spectator? No, nope, I've never. I've never
4: been to Vegas. I went to like I went to the rodeo they had this year at Helder Auto Days, but that's the only time I've ever. Been to Vegas, so no, I haven't been.
2: <laughs> well, what have you done in your early life to prepare you for the stadium that you're getting ready to run in? Um.
4: Well, I played. I played a lot of volleyball when I was younger. Um, I played at a really, a really good club in Colorado, and I played some for some great coaches. And I got to go to junior Olympics about four or five times, and play for a couple of Division One coaches. And um, so I've really been competing for a long time and uh i just to get ready for the finals i don't really know what i i haven't really done anything to specifically get ready for that just cuz it's been a goal but you never you never know if it's really going
2: to happen so <laughs> i haven't done a whole bunch to get ready for that <laughs> well you know so you're about 2 months out what are yes, you going to yes. do in the next 2 months
4: well, I am going to find Jimmy Monroe's, and Jimmy's going to help me get ready.
2: <laughs> Can't have a better mentor than that. Two times no, world's uh-huh. champion. I mean, a brilliant woman, and yes. an inspiration, a mentor to all of us, and a great friend. Mm-hmm. What? Plus, is she going to help you dress?
4: Yes. We're Chassie and Jimmy, and we're going to go through Jimmy's old shirts and pick out certain ones. and. Um, jimmy's just gonna try to get me as ready as she can <laughs> clothes and mentally and everything
2: <laughs> well what's your great little seven-year-old mare tibby gonna do during the next eight weeks we're we're still
4: trying to get it figured out what the plan is exactly because i don't i don't want to not run her just because with timing with tibby is so important and there's not another horse that i've been able to get on that has the same timing as her just because it's all out, and then, you know, she just turns so hard, and um, so I'm trying to pick out, we're going to sit down and pick out where I'm going to run her just to keep her sharp beforehand, but of course she's going to, you know, be getting all of her alternative therapies that she always gets, and going down to Texas will be good because there's just a whole lot more access, things like that, Um, just cold water spas and uh, being able to get her swim and whatnot, so uh, we're trying to get that all planned out still.
2: I just uh, had an interview with Dale Stiggy with MVP, and mm-hmm. uh, we were talking about the resource of Gastroplex. And when I mentioned that you were going to yes. be on with us, he said, "Ask her about Gastroplex." He said, "I don't think we could take it away from her." What's your experience with the MVP Gastroplex oh. product? Well,
4: it's super interesting because I've um, I've tried Dad and I have tried everything that you could think of for ulcers and hauling them and all of that stuff and. I mean, you just see so many things with the Omicrazole. I mean, I understand the Omicrazole if they have very, very, very serious ulcers and you need to cure them. And then you cure them and you can just do the maintenance. But, I mean, it's just so hard on them and it's hard on their bones and it depletes calcium. And when you have a horse like Tibby, he's so sensitive to uh, all of her minerals and all that stuff. It's, it's hard to put them on something like that. And um, I started Tibby on the park and she loves it. I I. We'll walk up to her, like, have her hot wire pin set up, and I saddle her while she's, she's, um, you know, just out and about. And I can walk up to her with the gastroflex, and she will eat it out of the tube. Like, I don't have to hold her or nothing. Like, she just loves it. And um, she hauls great on it, and she looks great. So, I mean, I've just had nothing but positive with the gastroflex.
2: So, let me ask you, so we have something to take to the barn How do you use the paste or the pellets or both? And how early do you use the paste before a competition? And how do you keep her on the GastroPlex resource when you're on the road?
4: Um, Well, MEP is really, really awesome to deal with. Uh, They have shipped the pellets to me and the tubes. I mean, anywhere I need them to, to Reno, to the Northwest. I mean, they've been super good about that. And then uh, she's on both. She's on the pellet and the paste. She gets the pellet in her grain morning and night. And then with the paste, if I'm not hauling or running, um, she just gets it once a day. But if I am hauling somewhere, I give it to her before I put her on the trailer. And then I give it about two hours before I run.
2: Well, and like Dale reminded us, there's no drugs involved in the gastroplex. It's, it's yep. a slippery elm and the licorice and all natural ingredients. So it, yeah. it's a great I guess we would say prebiotic, right?
4: Yes, 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 it is.
2: So let me ask you, you've had some remarkable experiences this last year in your young life. (laughs) Uh, Give me an idea of maybe your favorite rodeo experience.
4: Oh, that's a hard one. Um, As far as indoor rodeos, nothing comes close to San Antonio. I mean, that... It's so, it was such an amazing experience, and being able to walk down the tunnel in there, I mean, it's just, that was probably one of my most favorite. But then again, Calgary was, I mean, it's the most unbelievable rodeo I've ever been to. It's so, it's just that one, far and away, nothing knocks on the door of Calgary.
2: Well, many of us only get to read about those uh, fantastic uh rodeos with uh, such a reputation and you just set a record at Pialup, and that's a small pin a 14 second run yeah and then yeah. you've been in the big outdoor pins and you've been to Calgary and Tibby yeah. seems to be able to handle those conditions regardless of the challenges
4: yeah yeah she she is um she's a little bit different inside than she is outside I have to ride her kind of opposite like at Ellensburg Ellensburg was right before Pialop Ellensburg, I, I, you know, you don't kick her, you kind of have to hand ride her, and then you go to somewhere like Yallop, and it's just, I mean, you can let her go as fast as she can go and wiggle the rain, and
2: I mean, it's just, it's so fun. So, less than, or just about eight weeks away, Mm -hmm. December 1, National Finals Rodeo. One of my greatest experiences, the Grand Entry, because there's not a lot of pressure. You just get to blast down that long alleyway and into the arena with your peers that you've rodeoed with through the year. Yes. So uh, if you had a song that they were going to play for you before they called your name in the barrel race, what would it be?
4: Oh, definitely Miranda Lambert, fastest girl in town. I mean, that's (laughs) that's what I've always wanted to go down. I've always wanted to go down the alleyway listening to that song.
2: (laughs) Well, if you talk to Benji Bendeley, I bet he can make that happen.
3: Yeah, I bet he could, too.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Well, I won't keep you. I know you're busy. It's an honor to talk to you. You're a brilliant young woman, and you're an inspiration to girls following in your footsteps, Ivy. Thank you. I really appreciate it. Thank you for demonstrating, planning, preparation, and realizing that... um, you know, success is truly 1% vision and 99% alignment, and you've been a yes. great example of that. Your dad's been on the road with you most of the year? Yep, he has. Well, I just want to be the first to say, or amongst your many fans to say congratulations. Give Jimmy and, and Tassie a hug for me. You're in great I hands. <laughs> uh, my seat is uh, right at A, third barrel. So I'm going to be rooting for you and Tibby. Thank you so much, Sharon. Thank you. We'll talk to you again. Mm-hmm. Will you join us after yes. the, after the rodeo to see uh, uh, talk to us about your experiences? Yes. Yep. Okay. We'll talk to you okay. then. Sounds Bye-bye. good. <laughs> we ask Ivy the best way to follow her to keep up with her national finals rodeo experiences, her pre and post feelings, and how she's feeling about the opportunity and the event in general. So you can join Ivy Conrado and Tibby, that's C-O-N-R-A-D-O, Ivy Conrado and Tibby, on Facebook. It's a family affair. Dad hauls her, dad coaches her. Dad owns and promotes the great stallion, Dark Kelly. She has a sister, Paige, who's also a talented professional barrel racer in her own right. And uh, she's put together the Facebook. Thank you for joining us. And we look forward to keeping up with Ivy Conrado during your first national finals rodeo experience. Well, we want to thank you for allowing us to enter your life for this past hour on Fun and Fast Times. I hope that our terrific guests, Martha Josie, Dale Stiggy, and Ivy Conrado have uh, inspired you, uh, offered a little education, and maybe some uh, tips for your personal success. It's all about keeping that vision And alignment, surrounding yourself with great people, positive attitudes, and uh, it's available. Take that can't out of your vocabulary and exchange won't with will. I can, I will, I'll do. Join us again on Fun and Fast Times and we'll have uh, some more interesting uh, champions and endorsees that uh, we'll talk to. We'll look forward to seeing you again on the radio on Fun and Fast Times. We hope we've inspired and educated, and we look forward to do it again. I'm Sharon Camarillo, fun and fast times on Better Horses Network.
0: Thanks for joining Sharon today. If you have any questions or comments, you can always reach out to Sharon at sharoncamarillo.com or email Productions at gmail.com. We'll see you next time on fun and fast times with Sharon Camarillo on the Better Horses Network, part of Dave Pratt's Star Worldwide Networks. I